it's one of the few things that helps me slow down. Baseball just gives the energy of like a slower pace. And for whatever reason, I could do everything slower there. And that's what I was looking for in Austin. That's what I was looking for here. And that's how I kind of ended up with these two teams that fit that uh, kind of attitude really well. Welcome to Sandlot Social Club. I'm Adam, your host. I play Sandlot Baseball for the Cap City Cobras in Austin, Texas. Jesse Mandel McClinton is our guest this episode. Jesse introduced me to Oakland Beers Baseball with the help of a surprise special guest who you'll meet soon. And we chatted about the origins of the team, fighting San Francisco traffic to get to fields, and his approach to managing a squad of ball players that, on principle, doesn't like being told what to do. I'm from Minnesota. Cold baseball. Cold. I played some really, really cold games. We played one game in Owatonna, Minnesota, which is a little bit south of the Twin Cities. And it was 20 degrees plus wind chill, probably in like the tens. And I just remember all the outfielders, including me, in between pitches, what we all had under armor and we'd all put our we'd put our glove under our arm and our hands and our pants until the pitcher like was delivering and then we'd pull it out and get ready to play. <laughs> And everyone who was on the bench and not playing, what, all the parents were in their like minivans and cars on watching. And all the kids were under blankets lying down flat on the ground so the wind chill didn't affect them. Spring ball and fall ball definitely had like a handful of those games every year. It wasn't long before Jordan Roberts arrived. Jordan is Jesse's predecessor as manager. And we started talking about the team and it's don't tell me what to do approach to baseball. Like no one has coaching experience no. prior to the beers and very little baseball experience, really. Like some, some people will bring like weightlifting experience. I think in general, the beers are just out there to play baseball and like fuck around and do whatever. And historically, it's a bunch of punks who didn't play high school ball even like they, yeah. uh, they kind of miss it because they didn't play high school or college ball. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I liked it when I was a kid and I want to do that again. So they're like a bunch of punks and rockers, basically, who don't take suggestions. Like, you know, no one listens <laughs> to authority. Yeah. Especially, like, I, I tried to make a text group for the team. And my entire text was like, this is only for announcements. This is for, like, games. This is for, like, practices, official announcements. Please don't respond. Oh, I think Billy Mack was like, don't tell me what to do. And like, I was like, yeah, I know. Like, that's the, like, that's also the ethos of our teams. So like, yeah, don't tell me and it's funny. Ha- yeah. Having a team with like so many very strong, stubborn personalities in a, in baseball, which requires so much organization yeah, and so much commitment to a team ideal, not even to win just to like, to show up through 45 minutes of traffic in San Francisco at nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People's, appetite to play baseball overcomes their like distaste for authority essentially. We usually have a little circle of practice that forms about 40 minutes into practice, which is just a circle of beers and cigarettes. (laughs) And once someone enters that vortex, they can't really leave. And so (laughs) practice just kind of like 
slowly like more and more like moss to a flame just like go into the cigarette beer vortex <laughs> and and as a yeah and as a manager you just have to accept that and you just have yeah. to be like all right you you decide at what point is it no longer worth practicing and we just all give in Jordan is one of the original beers. And so I asked to hear the story of how the team formed, and he took us back over a decade to a time shortly after he'd first moved to the Bay Area. I had like just moved to Oakland and I went to an art gallery opening. I didn't know anyone in the city. I went outside and smoked a cigarette and I heard some dudes uh, talking about baseball. And I was like, what are you guys talking about baseball? You guys play baseball? And they're like, yeah, we play this field. And I like mental note where they played. And I was like, what day? And they're like, Tuesdays or something. They're basically playing like three flies out and mm-hmm. and just like messing around. Yeah. Like nothing organized, just like throwing the ball, hitting the ball, and playing catch a little bit. That was about it. So I showed up and I just kept showing up because I I like hardball so much. <laughs> kind of morphed into me texting everyone to show up at certain times or certain fields and then like someone who we played with knew someone in the city he played on the dealer who's still mm-hmm. the dealers and we're like oh let's get some games together and then we heard about this other team in east bay the Berkeley news but at the time they were called mike harkin and the hard bargains <laughs> and we were all the same level of talent, which was not hardly any. <laughs> Just like playing disorganized baseball. So we had like a half season. We played like two or three games one season in 2010, 2009 or 10. And then the next year it grew a little bit. And then the next year, a couple more teams joined until we got to eight a few years later. Ultimately, the quote-unquote management of the beers is a collective endeavor, but this season, Jordan did officially pass the lineup card to Jesse, so to speak. It's his first time as a skip, and he shared his approach to guiding the team. And you can't force it. You have to see how people are feeling in general, where people are at, and then uh, take in all the kind of vibes on the team and try to find a, a guiding energy that gets the best out of everyone. That's nice. my plan, at least, though. It's my first time managing. Do you have a baseball background, like, as a coach? Um, Not really as a coach, more as just, like, an enthusiast. Like, if you go on my mm. Instagram, every video is just baseball training videos. So it's about, mm. like, fat path angles and, like, pitching slots. I'm very into the technique of teaching baseball, especially baseball at this level, because a lot of people played baseball a lot when they were young, took a long time off and are coming back to it. Mm-hmm. And so you're not just trying to change habits to get them to shallow their bat out or keep their hands in. You're fighting against these deep, deep ties to a sport from when they learned it when they were nine, 10 years old. And it's not even that they learn the wrong things then, it's that you have a different body, the bat is heavier, like the physics of what you're doing is very different with what you're working with and what you're working against in terms of pitching, catching up to pitches and like the flexibility you have as a human being. So it's, it's a fun challenge in terms of trying to figure out 
what is the best way to help people become better baseball players without attacking the like kind of innate talents that they have because every baseball player does something very well in a very peculiar way. And you shouldn't scrub that out. You try to kind of take that and have that be uh, your kind of rubric for how you want to help people get better. I really like the way that Jesse puts that. It's almost like he's saying there's a baseball talent inside all of us, which sounds like a great way of looking at the world to me. He's got some advice to help you find yours. Like my, one of my favorite tips is about choking up. Just because choking up is a great way to get out of a slump. Barry Bonds has always choked up on his bat. Yeah. And like every, every home run you see, he's a good inch off the knob. And that came from when he was coming up as a youngster, his dad was a major leaguer. And so he just walk around the field, picking up major league bats and he couldn't lift them from the knob. So he lift them from the middle of the handle. And that's how he got used to swinging choked up. Thank you, Jesse and Jordan, for coming on the show. Whether it's out west, up north, Nashville, or New York, if you're disorganizing a team yourself, I want to hear about your squad. Send us a message or voice memo to Sandlot Social Club Podcast at gmail.com. How do y'all play ball? We're also on Instagram at Sandlot Social Club Podcast. Follow us there for new episode teasers and even more sounds of Sandlot. I have a short PSA, courtesy of the beers. Jordan reminded me of a very important aspect of baseball team culture, superstition. Beers have one. Maybe you want to adopt it. He's like, the softball, don't touch it. Don't touch it. (laughs) Don't touch that softball. That's bad luck. (laughs) 